today's expert process podcast. I'm Christina Faith. My name you? is Tia Joyer. Hi, everybody. I'm Jezebel Montero. Hello, everyone. My name is uh, Tiffany Yancey. Hello. Mm-hmm. I am Shimmy DeSawyer. Meet the ladies participating in a monthly film panel put on by the Independent Film Association of Philadelphia and my friend Floyd Marshall Jr. Now, every once in a while, I'll come across a gem I want to share with you guys, and this is it. The panel runs a little long, so I've decided to break it into four parts so that you can easily digest it all. The wisdom these ladies have to share is significant. Trust me. Oh, and on a quick side note, I've heard you guys and the expert process teas are coming out soon. They'll be here just in time for spring. And along with a couple of new guest hosts that'll be helping me out and some new sponsors to boot. So sit back, get your notepads out and enjoy the show. Do you know six in 10 businesses will fail within the first five years? First five years. Or 43% of Americans need a side hustle just to make ends meet? Just to make ends meet. Or that it takes 10,000 hours to master any subject? Any subject. Welcome to the Expert Process Podcast, where we cut the time to mastery in half with our seasoned pros. And now, from Atlanta, Georgia, broadcasting worldwide, worldwide. here's your resident expert, Durante Smith. New Year. We are now in 2020. We have just started a new year. We just started a new decade. And I'd like to welcome you to the Roaring 20s. Now, this is the Expert Process Podcast, and I'm your host, Durante Smith. And it's my job to interview some of the most hardworking, highly successful professionals on the planet. This show follows a 12-week online masterclass at theexpertprocess.com, where you'll learn from start to finish what it takes to make it in your industry, as the program is chock full of professional advice, resources, and even industry contacts to help you get to the next level in less than half the time. As you might expect, the masterclass changes from industry to industry every 12 weeks. Now, the podcast is your introduction. The masterclass is the blueprint, and I'm your guide. Now, buckle up and get ready for the ride. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Airbnb. Now, if you're like me, you like to travel in comfort, style, but also economically when you can. And I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not keen on staying in someone else's home. That is, until I discovered Airbnb. My friend. My very first stay was about six years ago in Santa Monica, California. Ironically, during the American film market. I stayed in a beautiful home just 1.26 miles from the beach. And then there was the weekend getaway to Knoxville, which was incredible. Our hosts were top-notch. They made breakfast for us. They made... Um, She actually made lunch, which was, I mean, insane. It was a music festival going on. So there was just great live music. Uh, We had dinner on the uh, river there at one of the local establishments, barbecue joints. And it was just a great experience. Then there was uh, Daytona that we got away for, again, for another short trip. It was about four hours down and back. And uh, Daytona was just, it was incredible. Great food, great weather. The beach was just beautiful. And it was the great time of year to go. So one other thing, 
locally here in Atlanta, we have a ton of just awesome Airbnbs. And then there's the the treehouse here, which I hope to go to very soon and take my daughter to. That's here in Atlanta that you can stay in. And it stays booked out, I think, six months out in advance. So that's one you definitely want to put on your list. Now, I'm a believer in crowd sharing and the disruptor industry. And I love, love, love me some Airbnb. So do yourself a favor and try it out. You can use my promo code to save $55 off your first adventure. Just go to bit.ly forward slash expert process Airbnb. Again, that's bit.ly bit.ly forward slash expert process Airbnb for your getaway or staycation today. And now for part two of our series. Um, and so I think just with that, I think men in general don't like taking direction from women. No. And so when women are in a, a place of leadership, um, they are threatened. And um, and no matter how nice you are, it doesn't matter. which I'm telling you, 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 with this guy that I worked with, I was, this was after three weeks. We were already in third week of filming and he was just giving me attitude constantly. Oh, so and I was, put, see, no man would have put, no man would have put up with that. I I, yeah. But another so, issue, <laughs> but another issue I was going to add is that we, we, I think we internalize it and we have a, we, we, we are part of a culture that women have to be nice to get what see, they want. Have, like the batting of the that. eyelashes. I know you, I know you did yeah, that, but, but why do I have to bat my eyelashes? See, I, so I think it also <laughs> depends on how you grew up. My mother is very, um, my mother's, she's a boss. The words that they say boss, that's how she treated us. And so I think in a, in a big sense, I'm bossy. And so yeah, but you get called bossy, but so I've learned how to balance it, not to be um, offensive to people. Mm -hmm. But I think in general, it, it depends on who you are. Mm -hmm. So if you would have gave me attitude, I'm be honest, first week, gotta, we had a little conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Second week, we could have had a conversation. Third time, we did no, have conversations, no, but it wasn't working. No, no you're fired because no. if he's doing the work, why are we paying you? Right, right. Yeah. And so I, first I, I think it also depends on how women are approaching things. And I think another issue is that a lot of women don't have uh, supports and mentors to be able, other female mentors that look like them, to tell them how to operate in the industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, because one of the things that, you know, a lot of people, I'm pretty sure someone, I can throw this back at you guys, mm -hmm. someone taught them how to operate in a misogynistic culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yes. Me, <laughs> yes. I grew up with brothers too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I was taught. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But also too with men, it's this thing of them feeling like you're not knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I had one guy say to me, you know, um, yeah. So do you want a shallow depth of field on this? You know, like the blurry background. I said, oh, what? <laughs> I said, you thought I didn't know that, and I'm a filmmaker? So, oh, constantly. Or, you know, I know you want the establishing shot. You know, that's the shot of the outside of the store. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's condescending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 just like little yeah, yeah. Just, I said, well, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't know these things, you know. And I come across that a lot, and also... I had a situation where, you know, I'm face to face with someone who was directing a film who is a male and he just totally just acted like I wasn't even there. Oh and God. I'm talking to him like, hey, listen, so, you know, we're going to shoot this like this, blah, blah. And then he just walked away. What? And I was just like, I oh, that. You've done that? oh, OK. So I don't exist. So that's another mm -hmm. thing, especially being a woman of color. Mm. In filmmaking, that whole thing, like, well, you don't really exist. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you're here, oh, but, you're but you're not here. <laughs> but if another, you know, guy comes up and says, "Oh, hey, you know, we're gonna do this at," oh yeah, good, good. Did I was I thinking the same thing. Did you say that? Yeah. Oh yeah. You better take your ring Yeah. Did I just say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I want to, I want to go to the end of the table. Crystal's a little quieter. Oh. Yeah. Now you're, 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 for lack of a better word, the youngest one yes. in the room as far as filmmaking is concerned. And we're still on the topic of females in the industry. Now, as someone who is just starting out, what's that been like, especially doing documentaries? Because that's a, that's a really different animal. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I've never, I'm not familiar with that, with that world. Um, so as, as a female filmmaker, female documentarian, what, what's that like being, being, being in that arena? Um, well, I think the film industry in general is like not only incredibly male dominated, but also incredibly white. Mm -hmm. And being a young woman of color in that space, I think a lot of the issues are invalidation of your thoughts, emotions, and experience as a filmmaker. So people will often look at me and say, like, are you the PA or, um, like, are you oh, Jesus. the camera? Um, but then I've also been on sets where I am a PA, but I'm the only person of color of any person there. Um, and one of, like, the only women. Um, so I really think, um, regard, I don't really think it's a, it's a question of, I mean, age has a part to do with it because mm -hmm. people, it's kind of like an added layer of discrimination, but mm -hmm. on the other hand, I also think the skin that I wear is a, like a bigger influence oh, okay. than that. Like I think mm -hmm. being a, a woman of color, being Latina, like I think that is what leads to most of the discrimination. Mm -hmm. And I've spoken to a lot of artists and um, like white male artists in festivals and, and film spaces. And I really think a big part of it is that they just don't want to listen. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter whether or not you have the ability to speak. It's just they don't. Mm -hmm. It's like they have your blood in. Just they just don't want to listen and they don't, don't want to see either, even though they're saying what they're doing like initiatives to help expand and diversify and equity and all of that. Um, yeah, and I think part of it is at the end of the day, you kind of have to decide like, am I going to play by somebody else's rules and try and like force my own diversity in this incredibly toxic, um, just terrible space? Or am I going to create my own spaces? And I really think it's, why are you gonna put yourself through that pain to create that space when you can always create your own spaces, mm -hmm. and that's kind of yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. basically that's, that's what you were the talking way of healing. About. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically what you were talking. Yeah. About. So that's the you know. So um, it kind of goes hand in hand. It goes hand in because I like I said my experiences um, in this industry is you have to be. I mean, just to put it out there, you have to be a bitch. I mean, honestly, I mean, not to say you don't have to be, but I mean, that's that's what they would call like you. They would call you. They would call you that. If a man does, if a man, you know, if a man, you know, mean, uh, steps forward and is makes boss moves, and, and and if I do the same thing, you know, what I mean, a lot. I have a lot of people who are who have been intimidated 
by me. And I have, you know, I'm just the coolest person you would be. For, you know, I, but yeah. I know, I know, I have experience. I know what I'm doing and I speak up, but a lot of people feel some type of way about that. And then, and I, even like on the current project I'm working, it's like I'm the assistant director, but you have people who are always questioning you. I'm like, well, why did you bring me on if you don't know, you know, believe in like my value or my experience? You know what I mean? Why even hire me? You know what I mean? And I had, I'm like, and I'm just like, what am I just here just to be as like a cute face? Mm-hmm. So with me, and in a lot of instances, because a lot of people think I'm younger than what I am, right. and it's like I have to be very firm, very assertive. And, and I said, I'm, I'm a cool person, but I would speak up and I'm saying, well, look, we need to do this, but I'm very direct. Because if I give any type of leeway, then no. it's like she don't know, or they don't take you seriously. And it's been so, it has been very, very frustrating to the point where I've been wanting to like, kick people's asses and stuff like that. <laughs> but I have to learn, like, no tiff. You have to kind of woosah, and you have to just know that this is a, a, a ongoing mm-hmm. battle. battle that you're going to be. So you stepped into this arena. This is going to be a fight. So mm-hmm. you have to be willing to fight it in different ways and not let it, don't take things so personally. No. And I'm like, because I can be very, like I said, like, I'm like you jumping no, up on that table, like, <laughs> I'm going to, you know what I mean? But some, well, no. I'm like, but some days, I'm like, no, you can't act like that. You can't do that. But the sad thing is, our, we our natural instinct is, is to, to be nice. I mean, my mom told me you get more with sugar than with vinegar. Right. Right. You know, so my natural instinct is to be friendly and to be nice. Right. But then it doesn't work. Right. It just certain people, certain people, certain people, like, you people can be, uh, my whole thing is like, you're going to, yeah. you may not like me, but you're going to respect me. Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to That's respect right. me. I don't, you, I'm not here to make friends. Pick right. your battles. I'm here to Pick do my battles. job. And I pick my battles, mm-hmm. and and if it's like okay, so if you don't want to listen to me, then I'm going to go around to like okay, well I'm gonna go, you know, handle it a different way That's because right. sometimes you, people will get under your skin and, and make you act out of character. And I've learned like okay, Tiff, don't let nobody right. get out of character, but you have to be very firm and be very assertive, and you have to demand respect, you know. And a lot of times, once people, you have to carry yourself a certain way, and people know, like, okay, she about her business. I ain't gonna mess with her. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with me. You know what I mean? And, and, and unfortunately, I mean, you have to be because if you don't, people will always question you. Always have to prove yourself, and it gets very frustrating. I mean, Even the people that you surround it, it's like. You know, I'm executive producer. I'm, this is my film, but I have somebody that wants to be like, oh, I'm going to go and make these moves and have these meetings without you. Mm-hmm. What? No, this is my project. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? So you have to be so assertive and demand respect. And at the end of the day, if it's going to be a, a more of a, a harder, I guess, tougher hill to climb to create my own projects, then I will do that because at the end of the day, I'm in control. Mm-hmm. I'm the boss. And if you cannot respect me on my project and my set, then you don't need to be working for me, plain mm-hmm. and simple. And mm-hmm. that's just what it is because we have to, we have to, you know, you have to be, um, you just have to be very uh, assertive to some extent. But you know, as, as a woman, I don't know if everybody feels this way, but I, you know, I learned, I had to learn that. <laughs> I had to learn to not pussyfoot around, to not walk around, to not try to no. be direct, to be, you know, just say what you want. You know, I, I had to learn that. It's, it's, Man, you, you when you're a female that. boss, no. it's completely different. You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. I want to share something with you guys. Most of you probably don't know I'm a single parent of a beautiful seven-year-old little girl. 
I won't go into details about really any of that because it's not relevant. But as a single parent, a single dad with a vision to mold his daughter's outlook, I sat her down and we discussed how she could build her own brand, develop her own TV shows as really it's a new day. She can do what she wants to do. So we just released our first few pieces of her apparel brand, Madison Lauren, and we're launching her YouTube channel next week. You do realize you can play YouTube through your television set, through your smart TV app, Roku, or really any other set-top device now, right? So in an effort to support my seven-year-old aspiring model, aspiring filmmaker, aspiring chef, and aspiring climate activist, I ask you to follow her at Madison Lauren Apparel and Accessories on Facebook or visit her website for great gift ideas at Thrifty Lil Diva. That's T-H-R-I-F-T-Y-L-I-L-D-I-V-A dot me. So again, that's Madison Lauren Apparel and Accessories on Facebook or Thrifty Lil Diva. That's T-H-R-I-F-T-Y-L-I-L-D-I-V-A dot me. ThriftyLittleDiva.me. Okay, Madison, what's your motto? We love you just the way you are. Uh, <laughs> they grow up so fast. Oh, Daddy. <laughs> now back to the show. Yeah. It's just a well, yeah. I'm, I'm newer to the film industry, and I had an all-female team, so I had the luxury of not having to, to deal, deal with that. That's now. good. Um, a male, and I had that luxury because I paid for everything i didn't yeah. do any kind of fundraising nobody gave me any money i paid for it and mm. and i was the boss yes. but i also realized like i wasn't a producer i didn't know how to produce a movie i had to listen to, i had to learn yeah, some things and oh yeah understand yeah. some things but it was a healthy environment yes i'm working with all women i loved it and hopefully i can afford to do it again on the next round You're listening to the Expert Process Podcast. We'll be back in just a moment after we thank our sponsors. A quick reminder, if you haven't signed up for the free webinar yet, pause what you're doing, open a new window on your phone or computer, go to theexpertprocess.com and join now. You can thank me later. Now, back to the show. That's why yeah. we have to do what we're doing because yes. then if we're the bosses, we get to hire who we want to hire and we, right. we don't have to wait around for, can you please hire me? Yeah, you know what I mean? No, like right, like yeah. we always mm-hmm. have had to do yeah. where, where men, generally speaking, automatically get given. I mean, I, I literally, the I did last year, I did a... a a, a, a corporate corporate videos, which was a great gig. I directed for six weeks some corporate videos, like commercials. And um, the woman was a producer. And... Actually, most of the people were men, the director of photography, the sound guy that it were men, but she literally went out of her way and said in her mind, I, I, I'm going to direct, I'm going to hire a director. But if it was a man in that position, they would never think of hiring a, a female. They just, it just wouldn't occur to them. It's just an inherent bias. You know, there's an inherent bias. So she actually said, I'm going to hire a woman and she hired me. If it now, wasn't not for her, there's, I wouldn't hire. Now, there's no, some no. really great, you know, not to do, we're not going to be in here like, no, you know, no, man no. bashing. No, no, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm going to say. I don't, we have to I don't do the hiring is what I'm saying. Right, right yeah. But I'm just saying that I don't think are, it's just a male thing. I think it's just how society has been designed. Because mm-hmm. I have to fight battles of trust even with females. Yeah, oh, yes. And so, yeah, I don't think it's just a male thing or nor a white thing. I think, yeah, it's insecurities in humans in general to trust someone who either looks like you or who doesn't look mm-hmm. like you, regardless right. of That's what right. your gender is. Right. Yeah. That's right. Because women can That's be very catty as well. Mm-hmm. I've, I, 
I'm just saying, it, like I said, no, that's what she said. In a different way. It's in a different way. No, in I'm a different way, it, though. I've had more problems with women than I have with men. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So really, the pen, it's really, individuals, it's an insecurity thing. And okay. that's why I said sometimes people will be intimidated by a strong female, whether you're a man or a woman. And I've yes. had it from both sides. Mm-hmm. And and it's just, that's just you. I'm sorry. I'm going to be me. Exactly. I, I know yeah. my I know my right. business. I know what I'm going to do. And if you feel some type of way, I'm sorry. But that's just your mm-hmm. issue. But you will kind of, you know, you you encounter that men It and doesn't women. mean that misogyny doesn't exist. Oh, oh no, no. It doesn't no, mean there. that racism there. doesn't exist. It's, it's is there. Oh, it's and it's there. a constant. Right. Now, some people, of course, you're yeah. going to pick the men and you're going to pick the people that don't have those biases. Right. No, you are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Women as well. yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I've run across them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you kind of asked my next question. You kind of went there. And I'm going to go down the line. <laughs> and I want to know what it's like going after the funding to make an independent film. Because as an independent, one-time independent filmmaker myself, and now having moved on to other things, I understand the rigors of having to go out and secure funds. So starting with Ms. Sotomayor, what's it like Especially being the new one on the block, trying to get money to make a, a, a film, and especially a documentary, because oftentimes when people say documentary, they're not seeing dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, documentary! I'm losing money. I'm not. I'm not investing it." So, so what, what's your process with that? Then we'll just go right now. That was part two of our four-part "A Conversation with" series. Stick around for part three next. And a special thank you to you, my listener, for following along with us at the Expert Process Podcast. Please bear with us as we continue to grow and fine-tune the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to reach out with any suggestions, show ideas, or guest referrals. You can email me at smith.durante at gmail.com. Again, that's smith.durante, D-E-R-O-N-T-E, at gmail.com. And as always, love, peace, and fish grease. And I'm out. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. For only the best show notes, links, classes, and more, go to theexpertprocess.com or follow us on Facebook at The Expert Process or hit us up on Instagram at The Expert Process. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review, subscribe, and share.